This is Australian muser Julia Jacklin. The song is called Lydia Wears a Cross, and Julia's new album's called Pre-Pleasure. She writes really good lyrics, I reckon, eh? Really thoughtful songwriter. Estelle Clifford's been listening and is with us this morning. Kia ora, Estelle. Oh, kia ora. Uh, yeah, this is, a, um, this is actually thanks to producer Brooke that I've discovered, Julia ah, Jacklin. Ah, that's how I discovered yeah. her as well, yeah. I producer know. Brooke, look, uh, I, I don't want to get ahead of your review. Producer Brooke <laughs> does actually have very good taste in music. She's, she's pretty good, eh? She's yeah. all right. You should keep her on. And given um, she's about to turn like 17 or something, she's forever introducing me to new musicians who. And we appreciate know, her for that. Yeah, she's like, yeah. what do you mean you don't know? Da, 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 da. You know, oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like maybe Brooke goes for a lot more festivals than you and I do. Yes, only a yeah. hunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Julia, oh, she's a really great listen. She's got that indie folk. Um, sort of pop rock kind of thing going on. Yeah. I think her second album is the one where she really started to garner a bit of a younger audience because she'd been kind of sitting in the the country indie realm. Um, and I think her second album came out and then suddenly a lot of people were like, hang on, her lyrics really connect with me, yeah. what she's writing about are my experiences. And she actually has said in interviews, she noticed her audience changing. Ah, yeah, and the and the fans that were coming, the, the yeah. age groups changed and the people changed and the communication she had with them changed. So I guess that's part of your growth as a musician. She actually trained as a classical singer um, during her childhood and, ah. and teenage years. Because she grew up in the Blue Mountains. Like, she, yeah. She's from Sydney, right? But um, yeah, right. Yeah, and apparently, apparently inspired by Britney Spears when she was like 10 oh, really? or whatever to be, a, to be a singer, right? But she's living in a household who parents are both teachers and they're like, that's not a real job. So I think she kind of approached it softly, softly. But it was her, it was her religion, basically. She said she went to a Catholic school, but you know she didn't find that to be a joyous experience. Yeah. And what her religion was joyous was when she sang or performed on stage. Um, and so yeah, did the classical sing training, which I think you can kind of hear when she sings because she has such beautiful control of her voice. Yeah. And for a lot of it, she does that, which I think is quite common in the indie folk scene that beautiful soft kind of tone that floats above the music, but then there's places where she'll really push it. Right. But again, still this beautiful control. And it's quite pretty, which I think then is why it takes a few listens to get into some of those lyrics like you're talking about. Yeah. How she's quite clever. Um, some of it's actually a little bit dark. This album's quite reflective of, you know, where, where her childhood was, how she grew up, and the experiences she's had at the other side. So... Lydia Wears a Cross is about her Catholic primary school um, and sort of coming out of that, what she's taken from that to be mm. part of her life or not part of her life. Um, yeah, she's really, I, I, I like the whole, I don't know, it's just, a, it's just a nice listen. Like, I think you could easily just listen to it and go, that's a nice listen. But, yeah. but again, I think you need to listen to it a few more times to get more from it. Um, the other song you're going to play a bit of is I Am Neon. Uh, so this has a bit more of a energizing rhythm, like a bit more of a driving beat through it. It's actually a rewrite. She wrote it for a side hustle band she was in about three or four years ago. Didn't really oh, work out. Right. And then she was in her hotel room in Montreal writing for this album. And she kind of revisited it. And it's a song that is about when you feel like you've lost a little bit of yourself, like you sort of grow up yeah. and you've lost a part yeah. of that, that freedom of, of youth, I suppose. And so it's kind of recapturing that. Um, and what's really interesting, I think, for a lot of the writing in this album is it is more reflective of her, more personal. Um, but she's changed up her style because her first two albums she actually recorded in Littleton. So the ah. Kiwi Connection. <laughs> yep. Did she? 
She was inspired by Aldous Harding. She saved her money, made yeah. her first album in Littleton with the same producers that Aldous had used. Ah. Yeah, and so this I had no idea. Yeah. I know. That's quite a cool way. Um, but this one, she's taken a branch out where she's worked with um, Owen from Arcade Fire. He did some of the arrangements, and she said she was in a hotel room, Route 66 Motel between LA and Vegas. She's writing a song. He's zooming from where he is somewhere else. And then this orchestra in Prague who you'll hear on a couple of the later songs in the album, hmm. they're on Zoom as well. And then they basically coordinate some of this orchestral music she's got behind some of the songs. Oh my God. So she actually Zoom. has a foot. She's do, and she's doing it all remotely. She's doing it all yeah. digitally. And yeah. so like, I just kind of, when I think of an orchestra, I'm like, oh, mate, you have to be there, right? <laughs> but Arcade Fire Guy is in one room somewhere else. She's somewhere else across the world, and they're in Prague. And then this Czech orchestra come together and make these beautiful sounds for her album. And she was like, just straight away, I knew it was great. And it was done. Like, just like that. They never had a catch-up or anything in person. See, isn't that... I mean, that is properly amazing, isn't it? Yeah. We can do that um, yeah. in, in this day and age and that musicians can collaborate in that way. You just don't know what's happening along Route 66, right? No, no, that's <laughs> it. Um, Gee, yeah, okay. Yeah, and, and I like, because she says on a lot of her, her past two albums, she's often finished with a really soft, whimsical kind of song. Yeah. They're just sort of like, <laughs> With this one, it finishes with a big, like that's where the orchestra comes in. That's like a sort of movie finish Yeah. Um, to, to wrap up the album. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think yeah, that's big part and of grand. Being, yeah. yeah, I think it's part of being confident in what you're writing, and I think also it makes you want to listen to the whole album again. The right. way that it sort of finishes, and I can I can hear what that must be like when she actually then gets on stage to yeah. perform it live. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really great listening. I think sometimes those lyrics can be a little bit confronting. You might not hear them the first couple of times around because of the layers of sure. the folky, pretty music. <laughs> um, and I like that for a lot of it. There's just some really basic, beautiful guitar led. Yeah. But occasionally she's had a play um, with you know electric uh, electronic drums and. She's sort of mixing in a few more um, things that she's been influenced by, and I guess by branching out and working with a different producer this time round, you can probably hear the influence a little bit differently yeah, than the last yeah. two albums. But if you know her music, or even if you don't, I think this is a really good album to get in on. Brooke says that it's um, good funeral music, and she means <laughs> that in a good way. Well, she wants it for her funeral, though, so no one right. else is allowed to die. That's we're cool. all arriving, and we're just hanging out and yeah. waiting to share beautiful stories about exactly. her. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That could be a real trend, right? Ah, well, I like that. What did you give up? <laughs> um, this is an 8 out of 10 for me. Nice. It's a good cool. listen. I'm looking forward to listening to it, too. Thank you very much. You take care, Estelle. We'll see you next week. Julie.